0: Okay, so we are on the bottom of Gimel Amabes. We are one, two, three, four, five, six lines uh, from the bottom. The Gemara had just um, explained um, how we learned the concept, these these ideas of all of the different um, women who are rayos to the uh, to the Yabam. And that's why not only are they able to do to do uh, to do yibum, but not even their tsar can do yibum. And we learned out um, all these all these cases from the original case of um, achos isha, right? That if you're married to a woman, you can't be married to her sister. Uh, and by there it says aleha, and by yibum it says Yavoma yavo aleha you see from there that even though again the normal the original case of yibam is the case of and in the, uh, a case of doing um, that which typically is Asr, right marrying your brother's wife um and that's how yibam works is you do something that otherwise would be an Asa. All right, yes. Um, but nevertheless uh, in all the other cases the halakha is that if the exa- the the, the, the is a woman to whom you are forbidden, so then, even though there's a mitzvah of Yibam, you're not allowed to do so with this woman who is otherwise forbidden to you, just like you can't marry your wife's sister, you can't marry your, your, your uh, daughter-in-law, your daughter, your, all these different individuals, so not even for Yibam. So the Gemara now um, is going to take apart some of this, the questions about the drosha and how it works. So the Gemara says, as follows: time the cause of Aleha, Right, the whole reason, the whole purpose of that, the whole uh, strength of that jurashah, right, was that the Torah says, Yavami Yavau Aleha. And it talks about in the case of, lo li ervasa Aleha. Right? So the word Aleha came up two times. And that's how we learned it, made a connection between the two. If it wouldn't be for that Jerashah of, Aleha, aleha, right? Each time in each place. So otherwise, I would have had to have a now. I, I would have, thought that the um, sister of a person's wife would still, uh, still do Yibam with her. That's what I would think. Um, so my timea, why is that? Right? Because it's a concept in general then an ase is Docha Lo Saseh. I'm going to explain that in a, in a moment how that works. So sometimes I have a Mitzvah ase, and I also have a Mitzvah Lo So it comes the Mitzvah ase. and actually knock out the isra. I can fulfill the Mitzvah ase, uh, even though I will at the same time be violating the Lo because the concept is that Asi ase uva Lo Saseh. That a Mitzvah can knock out Lo So in this case, you would think, the Mitzvah of doing Yibam, Yavam, Yavaleh, would knock out the iser of So that's what I would have thought. Fine. However, says the gemara, not so fast. The idea of ase That's when I have a simple mitzvah and a simple love. A simple mrs a simple mrs losa but but would this be true, right? That, that if the losa say is an iser to violate such a losa say, not so fast that we would say us um, yase v'da'chi losa We don't have such a concept. Visu and further losa say greda minolan v'da'chi. How do I even know, anyways, that you should be uh, that you should have. Um, Knock away a low so say, because of it. So How do I? Where do I know it from? Diksev. Continue now. Dalam and Aleph. As the pasuk says, silbash right, You shouldn't wear shatnes. and you should make fringes for yourself. Uh, what, what? What are we talking about? So the psukim that talk about in Dvarim, that talk about shatnes put together make a smicha a connection between two mitzvot. Right or an iser and a, and a, and a mitzvah. Right, lo is You shouldn't wear wool and linen together. But it also says right afterwards, Gidilin You should make for yourself uh, fringes on the corners of your garments. So right, the mitzvah sits. So the and it's from there. If you look at Rashi, Rashi is lo is and we're going to see in a second the idea of smuchim that two, two things being placed right next to each other makes a difference and, uh, and from there we allow and tzitzis. meaning I could, I could technically today we don't do this anymore um, but technically um, a person would be allowed to to uh, have shatnes in their tzitzis why? because the mitzvah say of tzitzis uh, goes ahead and nullifies or knocks out the iser, the love of, of, um, of Kilain, of, uh, of Waring So what do you see? Says Rashi, Ama as yasei v'dachil lozasei. So you see from here, this is great, the great, the best example that Amitzvah's lozasei will go ahead and and knock out Amitzvah's lozase. For Amir Rebbe, back in the Gemara, Rabbi Amir Rebbe Lazar, smuchim minatar minna. And Rebbe Lazar says, how do I know that smuchim uh, is a concept, that, a type of drush that we make uh, in the Torah in general, that two concepts are placed, one right next to the other. It teaches us halakhos about that about the two. Shanema are smuchim la'ad M S Excuse me. That the Puzzle says in Tehillim actually, that two things that are placed next to each other forever and ever, so they're done, they're made in a way that is true and that is straight. Obviously, the simple shot of the, of the Apostolic in Tehillim is not coming to teach me about the concept of Smuchim but nevertheless Gamar uses use the Apostolic as like a as a, remez. It's a it's a it's a you know a hint at this concept of Smuchim So how do I know that a woman who who was married to a man and they died and he died without children and now she is she falls. The language used in the Gemara always is that she falls in Yibam, Nafla, Lithnei, Mucha, she falls to him. Means she now is now in a place. She has a zika Yibam, right? She has a connection to him because she's his brother in law, because he is her brother in law. Um, so let's say this man is, uh, you know, he is, has uh, some type of very, um, you know, uh, not uh, very. Uh, Ugly looking type of disease on his skin or something. See, he's a very like, it's, it's gross. Uh, the, the, some type of uh, something he has that makes him very, very unattractive to her. So we don't, literally, the language is we don't muzzle her. The point being is that we listen to her. If she says she doesn't want to marry him, so we listen to her. How do I know? The Allah is you don't muzzle an animal when you don't muzzle a, 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 an ox. When it is plowing, right, that's against the halacha. If you have an ox that's plowing, you can't muzzle it. Why would you muzzle the animal? So it doesn't slow down, it's eating on its way. You can't do that. It's, it's, it's cruel to the animal to, uh, to muzzle it. In the, in the very next halacha, after the iser of not to muzzle your animal, is the mitzvah of Yibam. So what do you see? That if the case of Yibim comes about, and the woman wants to protest and say, I don't want to marry that man, so we learn from there that we listen to her and we, again, we, in that scenario, means that we force Chalitza, rather than Ibum, but you see, again, another example of Adrasha of Smuchim. Look at Rashi for a second. ain't chosmin, the second wide line, the second line on the top. ain't chosmin, e'in sosmin la kofa li'syavim. We don't close off her argument and force her to marry. Ela of chalitza. We rather we force him and he... Uh, he has to do khalizah on her. Right? So you see here already that the, the Mitzvah of doesn't happen without her permission. Right? She, she, has to want, she has to want it as well. But the point is that we, uh, this is another example of learning And If we look at Rashi, uh, the next line down, so, you see here from Roshashis in the name of Rosh Hashem, Rosh Hashem, that we are Dorish Shmukhin. And when it comes to the case of Tzitzis, we also make such a Drasha. Fine. So, you see already two examples where the Gemara uh, learns Shmukhin. Let's just remember where we are. The Gemara asked the question, Aleha, without right, Aleha, I would have never made that Drasha to. Forbid Yibum by the case of Achos, Isha um, and all these other cases. And the Gamar's kind of questioning Has it really true? Aseido Halosa say, that's not really the case of Kuris. So now the is kind of taking a detour. It's not a detour really. We're gonna get there eventually. But but kind of like explaining this whole concept of Aseido Halosa say and how it comes about. So you see that Sedo Halosa say, it sounds like isn't necessarily a concept just by itself, but it's kind of intertwined with this concept of Darshin and Smuchin, that we make a Jerusha on two, two, uh, two concepts that are placed uh, one next to the other. So, so far, we, we just mentioned that Aseidur Halos, say, and we brought up where it comes from, it comes from the case of shatness and Tsitsis, but shatness and itself is learned really not just from Aseidur Halos, say, but it's also because of that there's Samuch, one to the other, they're connected to each other. And then we brought another example of of um, two halachos that are smuchin one to the other. One actually has to do with even itself and teaches us again this concept that we are Doresh Um Fine. Um, happens to be Yannid Yoma a little bit. We, uh, our last week's Parsha also does, has a concept of smuchin, not necessarily in, uh, in halacha per se, but you know, every. The, the famous Kasha of Chazal, why is it that we learned that in the Mitzvah of Nazir after the Mitzvah of Sota? And the answer is because when Nazir sees uh, a person who's going to see what happens to a Sota, what happened to her, she gets involved in drinking, etc., and finds herself in an inappropriate relationship. Ah, so if that would happen, I would remind myself, yes, yeah, I better stay away from that. Right, so even though we, we find throughout Chazal this concept of smichas aparsios, two different uh, parashas put next to each other that teach us all kinds of concepts in halacha and ashkafa, etc. Fine. So now let's continue the Gemara here. So Gemara says as follows, Amar and says to Yosef as follows, I feel Amar, I feel the Darish even if a person, let's say there's a person who says, you know what, this whole Smuchin business, it's not something I usually buy into. I don't, I'm not Darish Smuchin. Not but when it comes to Sefer to, Dvarim, to he they, they are darishmukhim there we're going to have to see why how do i know deha deha be yhudah darish when we torah darish excuse me in general is not darishmukhim but when it comes to the mission torah it comes to say bevarim he is he is darish um if you notice um rashi points out be mission torah darish vehai smukhin de kilein be mission torah hu vidashinan so it happens to be that the example of Shatnas and Tzitzis, where is that found? It's found in Dvarim also. Right? So not surprising, maybe the reason why, again, maybe the reason why we have this, uh, this concept of smuchen when it comes to Tzitzis, maybe that's a little bit unique. Maybe that's only by, by uh, a case that's found in Sefer Dvarim, but not in the rest of the Torah. Fine. So let's see. Um... Okay, fine. So the Gemara continues. Fine. So you you, make, you can't just make such a claim. You can't just claim that Yehuda does isn't darish smurchin in the whole Torah. He is darish smurchin in, in in Sefer Devarim, Mishnah Torah. You got to uh, explain it to us. Uh, by the way, and the fact that that Sefer Devarim is called Mishnah Torah makes itself explain why he makes the drusha when it comes to a Sefer Devarim because Sefer Devarim is Mishnah Torah. It's sort of like a re- repetition of many halachas that were taught before. So that might explain to us a little bit why. Uh, some of those become right, drushas are typically um, come when certain sukkim or elements of Sukkim are seen as otherwise extraneous and if they're otherwise extraneous they're not there to teach you the basic halakha sometimes it makes them available to, uh, for a drusha but we'll have to see if that's uh, always the case here but anyways the Gemara continues how do I know in general they, that Yehuda is not drush smuchim we have a price that says Aze omer Vinazai says, Neamar a woman who does sorcery, doesn't live. Actually, right? she, she's Chaiv Misa, a woman who's a sorceress. Because sorcery typically was related to, to, to Zara, etc. Okay. Uh, that's the passage says in Shemoth Khavdates. Vinamar, the passage also says, behima, most you must. And the passage also says any person who uh, who is involved physically. Right, uh, has a physical relations with, uh, with an animal, should die. Okay, So they're placed one right next to the other. These two alachos back to back. So they want to make a drusha, the Aza once says. When it comes to machsheva, it doesn't tell us which uh, punishment she gets. Yeah, look at Rachel for a second. Ma shifa law sekhia. That's right, DC saver for Shmos. right again, it's not in Divarem. Ma shoghevin behem was beskill dexe veisha neva's behem admeh bomb. Plus it says in general in another place in, in Vaycra that a, that a woman who sleeps with an animal, so she uh demeh bomb they're going to get killed. They call me the mehem bam veskila skilahi. In every language the mayhem bam comes. That always comes to imply skila. The gamina me ov yidoni osam, me By the mehem bam. In case of Oviidoni also, it's also a different kinds of avodazara. That the uh, pasuk says the mehem bam, and it also says yigemu osam. osam. is always um, it's always skila, right? Um, so what's the point? Let's go back to the gemara. So Ben I wants to make this connection that, that since since we know that koshur chayim Behema most you must refers to skila and machsheva losichia we don't know what it means so put them together one next to the other we can make a drasha that it must be that machsheva also is uh, um, also gets killed through skila okay. So Amalei Riviyahu responds to him. Amalei Riviyahu says, "Ben Azay, Vichim V'Penishas. Some who Indian law notes is Zelos Is you think the reason that Machsheve got Skila is because it was it was placed in the Torah right next to the case of of uh of Koshalchevim Behema? No. Ela Ovidoni Bichlamachashvim Hayu. Ovidoni are types of sorcery. VeLama Yatzu? And why are they?" literally means brought out, but meaning why they specifically stated, right? We have a case of all all mach sheifa, Any person, any, any woman who does any type of sorcery, is gonna is gonna die. So why give an example of ovidoni? Ovidoni is just an example of machsheifa, anyways. Why list it specifically? So what's the answer? La hakishlahem ma ovidoni mach Meaning the whole purpose of teaching me that. Ovidoni is chayv skila. Specifically, what do I see? I see, if you take an example, right, you have one general, general concept of sorcery, and you give it an example of Ovidoni, and you tell me that it's chayv skila, so that teaches me something about the general concept, which is that every, every, any case of machsheva is going to be chayv skila also. Right? Ovidoni um, Fine, look at Rashi for a second. Um, Rashi says... Bechla machshefah, right? The case, how are you? Uh, the Ovidoni are basically our machshefah, a type of machshefah. Sh'nei mar lo tzichyeh, because it says by them also, the, the person should die. And so why why bring them out? L'hakish aleyhen. And let like you take a look, it may look familiar. It's Shizu midah b'torah, kodav v'sha'ya bechla v'yatsa minaklal. Right? And every time you have a concept that is a general concept, v'yatsa minaklal, then it's taken out of the general. L'lamei l'lamei, to teach you something. When you have a concept, if you have a general concept, and then you take one specific example of it, and you pull it out and talk about it by itself. What happens? It's not there to teach me only about that specific example, but it's there to teach me about the entire concept. It just looks familiar, because if you look at Rabbi Amir at the end of uh, uh, the Korbanos, right? they teaching me, one of them is, all these examples, and this is one of them. Right, so this is where you see the concept that you have a klal and then you have a prat. You take a one specific example. You teach me about that specific example. It teaches me about the entire the entire rule in general. Um, fine, but the bottom line is, says Rabbi Yehuda, I don't need the smichas aparshiyos. I don't need the fact that it's connected. Machsheifa is connected to uh, shochey behima. That doesn't need. I don't need that to teach me the halacha. I know it because of a different drasha, a, diff- a different tool known as klal prat, basically, and I can use those. To um to 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 teach me that a mach shefa is uh, chayav skila, and therefore you see an example where Rabbi Yehuda is not darish smuachin. And by the way, it's not in Ishan Torah, right? This is in the rest of the Torah. This is a pasuk in Shmos Chav Bez. Um Fine. So now you this says, "Great, fine." So you taught me that Rabbi Yehuda does not is not darish Smuchin in 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 um, in the rest of the Torah. What what could you possibly argue against this proof? Any argument against the proof? Just one example. Right? It's not necessarily clear that from this that the Rebhuda would never make a drasha of Smukhin in Kuala But I guess the point that Gemara is making is that he had the, the Smukhin option available to him, and he didn't take it. Right? He could have learned it from Smukhin, and he doesn't learn Learned that he chooses another route. So, again, you could have said because he thinks that the drusha of Kalaprat, etc., is a better drusha and that, that works better for him. David, the Gemara here wants to assume that this proves the concept that Rebbe Huda never makes drushas when it comes to, uh, to the rest of the Torah besides Mishnah Torah. But, okay. But anyways, that's the Gemara's, that's the Gemara's example. Now, Mishnah Torah, and the Darish, and how do I know that even though he doesn't make drushas, the the drusha of Smuchan in Call He does do so in Sefer divarim This is not because we haven't learned in the Mishnah. No, say Anusas Aviv Umafutas What's Anusa and Mafuta? So Anusa is a case of actual rape. Mefata um, is a case of more of a um, like. Uh, um, what's the word? He uh, like seduces her. Right, less the case of like actual rape. In that case, but they're both bad, and they're both aser, uh, and they both involve uh, a man having relationship with a woman without kiddushin, uh, and afterwards he has to pay the family, he has to pay the father actually because of that, um, and they're both on him. These are both things that he does that are that are for him to do. So the halacha is um, that in those cases, actually the the father, the, the man himself, is supposed to marry that woman. Um, if she's willing to do so, um, again in those days it was considered like taking responsibility for her. It was considered necessarily a, you know, it was almost a, you know, a consequence for him that they'd done this once already, and he he, he violated the isra of Anusar of Mifuta, and therefore he's expected to marry her forever. But not not if she doesn't want to. But what's um, the Can the son, right, let's say the man was maane uh, someone, mufata somebody, can his son marry her afterwards? Okay, so the, typically the isser, there's an iser of Aishas Aviv, right? If your father's married to somebody, you can't, you can't marry her yourself. But here he wasn't married to her. So, so the, the mission says that a man can marry the anus of his father, or the mafutah of his father, or the anus of his son, or the mafutah of his son. If his son did these isurim, Rabbi Yehuda oh, oh by Aviv, mafutas Aviv. Rabbi Yehuda says, if your father did these isurim, you're not allowed to uh, marry the woman with whom he did so. Of Amrav Amrav, my time with Reb Yehuda and Reb says, "What's the svarah of Rabbi Yehuda to say that it's forbidden? Again, it's against 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 the Rabbanon. Rabbanon said you're allowed to marry them. Uh, the Reb Yehuda says, no. Why?' The Pasuk says a person is not allowed to marry the wife of his father, and he cannot reveal the corner of the garment of his father. Kanaf shira aviv." Loy right? The, the corner that, that the father revealed, he himself is not allowed to reveal. Okay. Um, that's the that's the that's the general pasuk of the iser of marrying your husband, your father's wife. Uh, and how do I know this it refers to an anusah also? Um Mi luya ish la but it says, it says uh, in that passage, when it comes to um, Anusa and Mufuta, that the man who slept with this woman, he gives the father of the woman 50 uh, silver coins, and there's a plus right next to it, etc and right afterwards comes this Isr. So, so uh, Rabbi Yehuda wants to make a jurashah, right If you have the Isr of Anusa and Mufuta, and then right afterwards the Isr of marrying your father's wife, what do you see, says Rabbi Yehuda? They're connected. It's your father's wife and even your father's a new semaphutah. Fine. Um, and that's why he's darshan, by the way, only for your father but not for your son because the, because it's, it's the, 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 the smichas is to the issue of marrying your father's wife not to the issue of marrying your son's wife. Uh, okay. So, that's, so there you see, again, whereas before Behuda avoided being darshan, a uh, smichas, here he's willing to do so. Okay. when I mean, the rabban don't agree though in this case have a Right, if Rabbi Huda said, did the rabbanon say, fine? You know what? If the if the there really would have been such a smichos, like you said, so we would agree. But hashde delos smichle b'shameres yaba makasim bedamer. However, says the, say the rabbi, it's not really, it's not really a uh, um, a smichos aparchus. Look at Rashi for a second. Rashi says. It's like six lines in the bottom of Rashi. We're going to see what the Gemara means, say it refers to a different case. But says Rashi, it's not really. Uh, because in between the two, there really is this other pasuk of a uh, man should not take his. Um, his father's wife they're not really exactly uh, smuchim one to the other I should have a chumish. take a look but the point is it's not a total smichas so the abundance say it's not mamish samuch and therefore they're not willing to uh, make such a jerusha. Um so therefore what do they say they say um, what's the case really referring to the case is really referring to the Shomeris Yabam. Shomeris Yabam is the following case. If you have um, Ruvain's uncle right, dies childless. Okay? So the, Ruvain's uncle was married to somebody and he dies. And now the, the, wife, the wife is supposed to marry Ruvain's father. Okay? That woman is Shomeris Yabam. She's the you know, future Yabam, Yavama of, of Ruvain's father. If Reuben would go ahead and marry her, so that's an Isr. Right, right? Because she is a Zika, she's a connection to her to his father right now. Right? His father's on you know on the docket to, to perform Ibam. And Reuben jumps in and he marries this woman who was his, originally his aunt, his right? brother, his father, his uncle's wife. So that is uh that's aser. And then that gives him two Isurim in that scenario. Um, but so but the point is that um, and the Gemara is just playing us the other side to let us know why the Rabbin don't agree with Rabbi Huda. But the bottom line is that this 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 whole conversation shows us an example where Rabbi Yehuda, on the one hand, was not willing to take a drasha, make a drasha when it came to the case of Shemuchin. But then later on, when we, in, in, in the Torah in general, but when it comes to Halakha, that's found Mishnah Torah, so then he is is willing to uh, make to make such a drusha. As we go on, the Gemara is going to explain why, right now, right afterwards, the Mishnah Torah, my time, in the Darish. What's the reason? What, if if Rebuti, in general, doesn't like these drushas, why, uh, of smichos? why does he do so, specifically in Mishnah Torahs? The Gemara now, afterwards, will explain that, and that's what we'll continue with tomorrow.